Hello guys and welcome back to the Heart First podcast. For all of my astrology lovers, you are going to love today's episode. And if you don't know what gene keys are, don't worry, neither did I. I was very much like, what the hell is this? Why would I want to get a reading? What is all of this about? And Rachel White, who is our podcast guest today, She has actually been on the podcast before. However, I have invited her back on because she has really delved into the world of Gene Keys as of late, has created programs around it and does professional readings. So I think you're really going to love this episode, especially if you're into astrology, especially if you love to be seen and especially if you want to understand yourself better, what your shadows are, what your strengths are, what your gifts are in the world. Um, Rachel and I go deep into this, into this, in this episode. And we also go deep into a reading of my own, actually in saying that we are just scratching the surface as she mentioned. So If you want to deep dive with Rachel, reach out to her. I will have all the show notes, um, all the details in the show notes below. But without further ado, welcome, Rachel. Thanks so much for having me, Alex. You're another repeat guest that I have on the podcast. I think when you came on the podcast, it was also branded the Career Bay podcast, wasn't it? I I think it might have even been the title before that, maybe. Oh no, there was a, there was a second title, Manifesting Generator Vibes. <laughs> I was changing my mind. It was one of them. <laughs> it was one of them. Um, yeah. so I remember you coming on and we dove straight into your story. For anyone who um, hasn't listened, the last episode I did with Rachel White was amazing. Um, and I definitely recommend going and listening to that because this this um, episode is going to be a little bit different because I know that you've had lots of, not changes, but you've just been introduced to some new concepts and whatnot. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So specifically, we've gotten Rachel on the podcast today to talk about Gene Keys. And if you've Mm -hmm. never heard of Gene Keys, I know what you're thinking. You're like, what the fuck is that? Why would I get my reading done? What is the purpose? Um, So let's just dive straight into the conversation just about what the F is Gene Keys. Yeah, I love that question. What the fuck is the Gene Keys? Okay, so to kind of just create like a preface before I say what the Gene Keys actually are, just to kind of like paint a picture in your mind with some things that you're likely already familiar with. Imagine like astrology human design, personality profiling, and poetry had a baby or like they mixed in their vibes and had a baby. That would essentially be the jinkies. The jinkies, so there are 64 jinkies and in their totality, it's a transmission that describes the backdrop of the cosmos and all the story codes that are constantly cycling through life and the evolution of life and that's the jinkies in its entirety and then from that you get your personal profile and your personal profile is like it details uh it's like the imprint that is a mirror image of the cosmos at the time that you were born and it shows which story codes you have active within different realms of your life and within each of these story codes you have a shadow, a gift, and a city. 
the shadow is like the the challenge it's a low frequency manifestation the gift is a higher um higher frequency manifestation which shows your uniqueness in the world the way you are designed to contribute to your personal evolution and the evolution of life itself and the city is the direct fractal line from source energy it's like your divine channel um, that puts your gift into action in the material world and then you also there's also lines and pathways and some other details as well but the um as far as the jinkies the out of the six of all jinkies you have different ones active um which give you different gifts that you bring in the world and when you look at your profile in its entirety you have a very unique sequence of gifts which which gives you your like overall themes and the overall storyline that you bring into the world Okay, that was just a brief intro to Jinkies. Wow, 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 wow. So someone who maybe um, is just, say, into astrology right now, who maybe they know their star sign, their moon sign, their rising sign, and they kind of play with that. They've got co-star. What benefit would understanding Jinkies give them? Like why would they want to do that? Mm. Okay, yeah, so... The, the link with astrology is that, so when you look at your Jinkies profile, you'll see there's 11 circles all connected with lines and they are called the spheres. And the one at the very top, that's your life's work. So the story of your life work is an imprint of the sun. And then we have your evolution, which is an imprint of the earth. Um, and there's, you know, like personality and design imprints, um, which is like another layer as well. And then there's like Venus, Mars, all of those things. Um, so if you're familiar with astrology, you probably already know like what those planets generally represent and then that's translated through the gene keys in like a different realm of your life if we stick to the sun imprint like the personality sun of your life's work the gene key that you have there and the line number as well gives you insights to the work you were designed to do in the world and out of the 64 gene keys um the gene key you have will give you a story like for example i have the um, 27th jinky which has the gift no I don't have the 27th jinky I have yes I do have the 27th jinky sorry got confused for a second which has the gift of altruism but it has the shadow of selfishness and the city of selflessness so like my life's work like the gift of the work I do in the world is designed to have an altruistic nature and it gives me like having the shadow of selfishness like I know that as soon as I go too far into my own self-interest it's detriment to the work that I'm detrimental to the work that I'm doing in the world like that's a very um, simplistic overview and then my line number there I have a line one so it's like my work is designed to change the way people breathe and take in life in the world as opposed to people that have a line two they're here to change the way people move and are in rhythm with life in the world people that have a line five are here to change the way people behave line six the way people think so we all have these different like flavors and nuance to the way we are designed to do things um, and like the thing is that with human design, astrology, all these different things, I think that they all lead back to the same home point, like to source, to the ultimate truth. Um, And it's just about explaining things in different language, in different flavours, in different ways. Like I think all doors ultimately lead home and go to the systems and structures that you feel most drawn to. And for me, I really love the Jinkies because I think Richard Rudd, who's the founder, did such like a 
poetic job at recontextualizing a lot of language to help us understand these themes about ourselves in such a like poetic and liberating way. And there's also like the system of the gene keys is really designed to activate our own wisdom so even if you had the exact same like some of the exact same jinkies as me you would experience them still in different ways but the way the framework is laid out is for you to activate like your wisdom within within that and within your own storyline so interesting and in terms of I know like jinkies how long have you been playing with jinkies now so it was uh, like um May 2020 I think when April or May 2020 is when I first discovered and I was playing with them just personally for about like um, at least 12 months and I started really just like slowly introducing them to some clients but it was a real personal exploration for like 18 months and then um, like mid last year I was like okay now I need to share it with everyone at a bigger level. And how has it helped you? Yeah, so I think that um, I originally went in, like, really wanting to do, like, shadow work. I think that was, like, a main call that I was looking for a different way to look at shadow work. Um, And it really did, like, help me understand my shadows in such a deeper way, just, like, the language that it uses, the way. And I think, you know, uh, I've definitely, like, had this experience when I've read personality profiles and all of that it's like the languages is like oh like finally I've understood like it's like a validation in some way that was definitely like a surface level initial thing that I felt like very validated in like oh like I always thought that was something that was just wrong with me like I was just fucked up in some way but to see it as like oh like that's the shadow but that's my shadow because I have this gift within it and I really love how we're like led into the gifts and it's really easy to get really caught up in the shadow but the magic is really like in the gift and cities and like Richard Rudd the founder says like 10% of your focus should be on the shadow 90% on the gift and city so it really helped me see like my gifts in such a different way and how I could use my shadow energy um to activate and unlock my gifts to a higher capacity and with um the sphere of evolution that's the first trigger point in the profile so usually the shadow you have there will be a very um, one that is maybe a little more difficult to confront as opposed to some of the other ones. And for me, like I have the 28th gene key that has the shadow of purposelessness and that has the encoding of like one of the darker fears within the 64 part matrix with like it's encoded with the fear of death. And it that was really confronting for me because I didn't actually realise how strong my fear of death was and how that actually wasn't as normal as I thought it was like not normal, but like common as I thought it was just living my life and like really confronting that and seeing the gift of totality, like how like a fear of death gives you like that edge of life in totality. Um, That was like a really confronting journey for me, but it kind of like opened up a much more like life force in me as well. And just looking at like my, all of my gifts together, I think that, um, it just helped me move like into higher frequencies and what that means kind of like at a practical level sometimes is hard to explain because the gene keys is designed for such an inner journey and I would just say like I ultimately feel more alive <laughs> since playing with my gifts yeah wow so I've just pulled up my gene key profile and I really want to give this yeah. listener a really like tangible yeah. experience through this podcast of like 
why they would want to reach out to you and get a reading Mm -hmm. and like what is it exactly that they're going to gain from um, learning about their gene key. So I'm going to send this over to you. Um, And it's even just like let's graze the surface and um, see what magic we can find through the gene keys. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so is there any place in your profile that you want to start or do you just want me to? She just want me to take it away. Take it away. Amazing. Okay. So generally when you look at your profile for anyone that's like looking at their profile as well, if you go to jinkies.com forward slash free dash profile, or just go to jinkies.com and you'll see there's an option in the menu for free profile Enter your birth details and your profile will come up and you'll see that there are four green spheres. That is called the activation sequence. Then there's six red, the Venus and four pearl, uh, four blue, which are the pearl sequence. And these three different sequences are called the golden path when they're all together within the gene keys. And I would generally recommend beginning with the activation sequence, those four green spheres. And that represents like 70% of your cosmic imprinting. And it's about your physical grounding and the activation of your genius, of your full creativity. And that physical grounding from these first four um, jinkies that you have gives you like the core stability to enter into the more like emotional depths um, and emotional healing and inner child work you move through within the Venus sequence and then like the higher octave work you do within the pearl. So let's have a look at your um, activation sequence. So in your life's work, you have the 42nd jinky with a three line. And that three line is really about like you are here to change the way people feel about themselves and changing the way people feel about themselves is part of like how adventurous and playful they feel in life and sometimes it's about like helping people see the humor in it all like laughing it off like instead of taking life so seriously um line threes are like really good at that like helping people invite the adventure into their being the so you have the gift of detachment the shadow of expectation and the city of celebration so the let's start with the city often sometimes i start with the shadow sometimes i start with the city it depends but for this i feel like starting with the city of celebration and this is really about like the the city of celebration it's really cool you have a three line with this actually because it's about like seeing the joke, like at like the the highest nature is about like looking at the end of life or like the point of life and laughing at it. It's like the city of celebration is like the point of finally getting the punchline of like why why are we even here on earth? And in that, like seeing the joke that it's all just like meaningless but all meaningful at once gives it the, the high capacity to celebrate every single thing that happens and often in our human life we reserve celebration for big moments like births deaths um like the beginning or the end of things whereas the city of celebration is really about celebrating the middle all in between like the all-encompassing everything so the city of celebration is a really like zoomed up perspective that celebrates everything And when that fuels this gift of detachment, the gift of detachment is about like not like detaching from 
narrow mindset. It's like detaching from narrow views so that you can actually zoom out and see the opportunities around you and um, and be able to, to recognize and celebrate everything that's happening. And when this becomes distorted in the shadow of expectation, like expectation is about having such a narrow view that you only see what you're expecting so that ultimately it can't lead to anything outside of being disappointed because you're only seeing what you are so like zoomed in on and it's like this real like attachment um, to things needing to happen exactly the way your mind is projecting it to happen so that you know you you distort the celebration of life because you're not seeing everything that you could possibly celebrate so having I just need to like interject here because guys I am feeling so fucking seen right now like it (laughs) I yes yes and yes and yes like all this is so accurate sorry go on amazing so then so you all of this is the story code imprint for your life's work. Your life's work sphere is about what you are here to do in the world. You're here to celebrate life and in doing so to help other people embrace the adventure of their life. And first, like you embracing the adventure of your life helps other people embrace the adventure of their life and having this line three is like like I think it fits in so well just what we were talking about before you like changing the name of your podcast a few times like line threes will never stay in the same place for too long like they need the adventure and they need to just constantly change like an experiment and explore and your life's work is really just a constant exploration of all the things possible to celebrate in life which I really see reflected in in the work um, that you've done. So when it comes to the the shadow of say expectation or like that really narrow mindset and having the purpose to um to really zoom out I guess and see the bigger picture how can I use this information to like like I guess take away and and um, apply it to my life when I'm someone who I can definitely resonate in the sense where I'm like yeah I hold on like I ha- I see a goal I, and I'm so focused on that one outcome that I probably miss a bunch of other opportunities but how do I change that part of my personality yeah okay uh, okay a lot to say there because the shadows aren't things that are wrong with you like they're not things that you need to change about yourself it's simply just a distorted expression of your higher nature but there's nothing inherently wrong with that it's just what increase it's just what contributes to your suffering and obviously most of us don't want to suffer but there's nothing inherently wrong with suffering as well so I I just want to make it clear that like your shadow isn't like a negative thing about you it's just a part of you like and it's part of the same storyline as the gift and the city within that gene key and this shadow of expectation is really like it really drives this anxiety of time running out and that's what like really drives the attachment to specific things so the thing about the shadow like the journey of the shadow of moving from the shadow into the gift frequency is a journey of allowing accepting and embracing so the first step is always to allow like can you see this in your story can you see this within yourself and can you simply just allow it to be there just allow it to be there as a part of you without seeing it as something I need to change this I need to get rid of it allow it and then 
can you accept it? Can you accept that this is actually a part of you that is always going to be there? Because the purpose of our shadows are to give us challenges that drive us into our evolution. We we would never evolve without challenge. And without our shadows, they can't be challenged. Does that make sense? So that our shadows offer us so much golden opportunities to evolve and to rise in different ways. And then once we've accepted that, like that it is an innate part of us, we can embrace the shadow as a challenge. And when we look at the shadow, like it's the way we meet our shadows that determine the result. Because if we see like the challenges that our shadows represent to us as something I need to get rid of or hide from or avoid or react to and project on others, like that experience is very different to if we see it as some as a challenge that we have the full capacity to meet and rise through into our gifts. Um, so it's all about the our perception and our attitude. And in like Richard Rudd's um, teachings of the Jinkies, like he he says that like his first discovery was that it is simply our attitude to our genetics and our experiences that alter and mutate like our DNA. And when it comes to like working with your life's work, as an example with this Jinky, it's like bring some like like I said before sometimes it's really easy to get really caught up in the shadow like I just I expect everything I have anxiety about time running out blah 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 um but can you bring your awareness and your energy into the gift in the city and let that be a pulling energy that pulls you up instead of staying focused on the shadow and letting it keep pulling you down or like that gravitational heavy energy that that pulls you down um and once you have the awareness of the shadow that like your simple and gentle contemplation naturally leads to breakthroughs. And this is another thing that I really love about the Jinkies is that there isn't anything you necessarily need to do bringing this transmission into your awareness, like activates these things within your body, like all the things in your body that knows exactly what to do and knows how to return to its higher nature. And you being aware of your shadows lets you make subtle shifts like in moments that those challenges arise that your that your shadows represent and there are deep so that's like the life's work and the shadow in your evolution um which is like the next sphere is likely to be is your primary challenge so that's one that will come up like more heavily than a lot of the others um but the shadow of your life's work is the thing that will prevent you from finding your perfect role in the world and like the work you are meant to do in the world. And like that fear, that anxiety of like time running out um, that, you know, you can see how that could really interfere with the work that, that you're doing in a way that really celebrates life and that celebrates um, all of you as well. So I guess, so what am I asking here? So in order for me, so it's more about becoming aware of my shadow and then also being aware of the gift that part of my life purpose is to really have fun, celebrate and be on this crazy adventure. And just by being aware of that and leaning into it and tapping into it, I'm activated into this pulling energy. Yeah. And all of this is part of like the art of contemplation, which is like the, the core teachings of the Jinkies that through like gentle contemplation, inquiry, patience, 
and there's one more that is losing my mind at the moment um that is slipped from my mind that just through those things alone like you are naturally being guided along your storyline and I think that sometimes we really our mind really wants there to be these things to do like I need to do this and this and then it will be perfect but this um like the journey of the jinkies is really about like trusting your inner wisdom to show you what to do because there will be things to do, but it, it will come from within you. And when you read, so like I highly recommend the jinkies book. It is quite a heavy read. Like I will say the first time I read some things, I had to read some pages like 10 times before I was even like, I don't, I don't get what this is saying. Um, but just simply reading it once is bringing it into your awareness and it will become activated in different ways when when the time comes and you can play with your contemplation in any way you like it may be just meditating with the word of the city or it may be there may be like a phrase within the book that really like resonates and you just like contemplate with that but always in a really gentle way and contemplation is like the middle ground to like there's in traditional teachings, the three paths to truth, meditation, contemplation, and concentration. So meditate, um, contemplation pulls in kind of like the passive relaxed energy of meditation and the, the forceful energy of concentration. But it's like that middle ground where it's like, you don't really actively need to do anything except for bring your awareness and attention to these things instead of just being a passive observer, like in meditation. Mm, so so interesting and like I said I I really do resonate with um so much of what you're saying about my gene keys and I can definitely uh resonate with this idea of like expectation time running out and I've always been this person that is like constantly setting a goal or like constantly like achieve 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 and definitely part of my um my challenges has really been about okay I need to like let go I need to trust myself I need to trust that everything mm-hmm. happened in divine timing so yeah right now yeah and then so let's have a look at your evolution sphere as well so your life's work and evolution jinkies are always going to be programming partners and um, so, so where these jinkies come from is from the I Ching, which built the 64 hexagrams, which was discovered as like the, the 64 part matrix, which reflected the 64 part matrix of the universe, um, just like a little into the history. So when you look at like the diagram of the I Ching hexagrams, um, they all have like they're not in order from 1 to 64. The numbers are all over the place. And the numbers that are like opposite each other are programming partners because they are mirror images of each other. And it's like the one is the sun and one is the earth. So it's like this, the sun trying to pull you up, but the earth trying to pull you down. So they create this challenge, uh, like your primary challenge in life. So when we look at the 32nd gene key that you have here in your sphere of evolution, you have the, the shadow of failure, the gift of preservation and the city of veneration the the gift here of preservation is about like the gift that like having the drive to preserve life and this jinky really um like has has the coding and the programming at the collective level to want to preserve life and in that there's like this deep reverence for the past and for life itself and the shadow of failure is really distorted from that gift Uh, like the fear of failure comes from 
this fear of not existing anymore, like not preserving your life or any any life. And that fear of failure is likely like a very heavy challenge for you. And it's only reinforced like by that shadow of expectation and like expectation and failure, like they're working together to keep you in this shadow frequency to not be able to move like through your breakthrough into your radiant sphere, which is where the the pathway leads into. Um, But when you break out of that shadow frequency, the gift of detachment and the gift of preservation are then reinforcing each other as well. And I know I've only given like such surface level like definitions of these, um, but when I do like deep dives, I would probably spend like at least 10 minutes on on each jinky, sometimes even longer. Um, So there is so much depth within them. But I do do recommend like reading the pages in the book for the jinkies that you have active and the the kindle version of the book is a really good option because it is a very a very thick book if you're if you're more interested in your jinkies than the entire transmission um but some other things in your profile is like you have the 44th jinky twice in your pearl and culture and you have the 61st jinky twice as well so whenever you have like a double up or sometimes there may be a triple as well it always just signifies that like that jinky and that storyline has an extra potent message for you um and you know you have a lot of five lines so like five lines are you're meant to be like this strong leader with a very powerful like projection of impact and like practical leadership in the world um what else you there there are so many good points so um do you want to kind of go into one more aspect of it or do you want to kind of zoom out and talk about anything else right now what where do you Um, I think the first thing I'll say I'd definitely like to um hear a little bit more but the first thing I'm gonna say is like I'm learning so much about myself right now and so much of of what you're saying is I'm like ah yeah like that makes mm-hmm. sense. And yeah, it's this is awesome. So keep going. Keep going. Okay. Okay. Where should we look? Okay. Let's look at the okay, the 61st Jinky, I think has really interesting positioning for you. So you have that in your radiance sphere, um, but also in your SQ sphere. So your radiance is about, so it's part of the activation sequence and it's, it's moving from the sphere of evolution. It goes into the pathway of breakthrough into radiance. So it moves you from the outer world into the inner world. And that um, radiance is your design sun imprint. And it's about like the radiance at the core of your being. It's what um, it's the gift here is what supports you to feel the most healthy and alive in your body. Um, and the shadow is what can really like dilute your life force. And um, yeah, so the radiance is all about like your aura, your health, and then your SQ is your spiritual intelligence. And this, so the SQ is, the SQ is linked to the imprinting period from when you were zero to seven years old. So the shadow here is really linked to childhood wounding that distorts your sense of self and, and your, your self-esteem. And the SQ is kind of like the heart of your profile. 
um, which is really cool. So I think that is, it's really beautiful that like your, the heart of your profile is also what gives health and radiance to your body. Um, I think that's really beautiful. So the, the 61st shadow is psychosis and the gift inspiration and the, the city is sanctity. So the, the shadow of psychosis is really like this shadow of basically being delusional, <laughs> like, like being, and we look at like, the, <laughs> when we look at the mass consciousness in the world, like there is a mass state of psychosis where people are just delusional in what they're seeing, almost like there's this loss of contact with with reality like it's like and someone in the shadow of psychosis will be seeing something and some like if someone in the shadow and someone in the gift is looking at the exact same thing the person in the shadow will just have very like disorganized thinking which gives them a very like delusional view on what is actually happening and what is that what is in front of them so this shadow really obscures the mind um and it puts this pressure on the mind to find answers um so it makes this mind kind of go a little um insane for lack of a better word in like asking these questions and like I just I I have this vision of just like someone that's like so disconnected from reality in their mind just asking like talking to themselves asking questions like and when we look at the frequencies as well of like shadow gift and city they're just like the three kind of main points of the frequency bands but there's a lot of in between um so you can you're not always like all the way in the shadow or all the way in the gift or all the way in the city um there's a lot of like going back and forth and in between and stuff so when I talk about this shadow like I'm not ever saying like you're gonna be like this if you're ever in a low frequency um so like in that shadow of psychosis those questions actually kind of get in the way of them actually seeing what is happening and sometimes they can become really attached to like science and logic without really recognizing that science and logic can be very limited and will always lead to kind of like this stalemate because like science and logic can't answer the ultimate question of why. And in psychosis, you're kind of like asking like, why, 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 why? But like you get to a point where science and like logical thinking can't go beyond a point of like the ultimate why of like, why are we here on earth? And why do I exist? And and all of those kind of bigger existential questions. And then when we look at shadows as well, Shadows can be um, manifest as as either repressive or reactive. And when they are repressive, it's like everything everything about the shadow is like collapsed inwards and repressed as this like inner pressure. And that's really driven by fear, whereas reactive is usually projected outwards and is driven by anger. So in psychosis, in a repressive way, is when you just... um, conform basically you conform to what you see around you and just pretend that you're seeing the same thing as what other people are telling you they see and you really kind of hide from that delusion and you just pretend pretend it's not there whereas um reactive a reactive expression can become really like fanatical like really obsessed with what they are seeing and um trying to convince everyone else that what they see is really like imagine like a really fanatical person so that's the shadow but the gift with so and when you look at that in terms of like your 
SQ, your spiritual intelligence and your radiance. It's like that kind of like disorganized and obscured thinking. Whenever that is coming up, it's like that's an invitation for you to look at like how is that influencing your health, your heart, your spiritual health um, and allowing yourself to fully feel that, like allow, accept it and then embrace it. And through that, like you crack open the gift of inspiration and there's this quote in the book that I really love and it's um, like inspiration is what happens when you stop worshiping God and start becoming God it's like inspiration is what happens when you stop trying to find all the answers out there and making yourself go crazy and delusional in your mind and you actually start to see yourself as the person that holds the truth and that like is the truth and that uh, like is God. And if you don't like the word God, you can use the word, the universe, the cosmos, like whatever. Um, And in that gift of inspiration, it's like your inspiration alters your perception and having this gift of inspiration in the world is like you really alter the perception that other people have about what they are seeing like your gift of inspiration pulls other people out of their delusions as well but because this is in like your radiance and sq it's just like this natural process it's not something you need to work out it's just what happens that you inspire people to see more clearly um it's like you're cleaning the lens of within their mind and just really loosening the mental constructs of the world and loosening the grip that their mind has on them, which really expands the capacity for love, for like truth to be felt instead of this, like this mental drive for it to be um, understood. And like this gift of inspiration, like it's really um, like a hallmark of it are people that, are just really like original in their expression because they kind of like slow down their mental activity so that they can actually express themselves from their heart and like from their inner self and like from their inner truth and from the God or like the cosmos that they are. And this is all fueled by like the, the divine fractal, the city of sanctity. And sanctity is like where like mental activity has ceased and there is like that sanctity like in in your being so that the 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 truth of the reality is the only thing that can dawn because there's no mental thoughts to distort it in any way it's like pure universal awareness and living life without needing to know the answers it's like living within the mystery becoming the mystery itself it's like the divine nature and when you bring that into the gift like the sanctity in action is inspiration to still like there's still partly a mental drive to find answers but it's living within the mystery and like being inspired by it as well and inspiring others um to live their own their own mystery as well and to see themselves as their truth teller and their like ultimate authority um, so yeah, that's a little, a little dive into the 61st Jinky, which um, you have twice. So it has a, carries a very, very potent message for you. So amazing. Like I said, I feel so seen. So someone can come to get a Gene Keys reading for like all sorts of reason, including life purpose, including health, including their relationships. Like it really is a deep dive that covers all like how you show up in every area of your life. Yeah. And I think like ultimately the more 
you dive into your own depth, like the more that emanates out into all aspects of life. And, you know, you can definitely look at it through different lenses of like, how can this help my business? How can this help my relationships? How can this help my health? You can definitely do that. But I think the deeper you dive in, the more you realize that one thing will ripple into everything. Totally. Yeah. It's so interesting as well, because I think it's, I think with the shadows, you don't know what you don't know. So hearing like we all self-sabotage in our own way but hearing someone to confirm the way that you sabotage your your high frequency is just such Mm -hmm. a beautiful confirmation of like ah like it it all makes Mm -hmm. sense now like I'm putting the dots together yeah yeah and that's what I love that it gives you a framework but it's also like a spacious framework for you to like it's not necessarily putting you in a box but it's giving you insight that you will resonate with and like with everything, like if your birth time isn't 100% accurate, there may be some things in your profile that may be a little off. So there's always space to play with it even more. And like, especially with the lines, the lines are the most likely thing to change if you don't um, have an accurate birth time. So just playing like with the one before, the one after and, and seeing what resonates and like what becomes activated within you, you don't always need to logically understand, but there are always ripples from things that give you the language and the awareness of things about yourself. Mm, So interesting. So if someone would want to go and like see their Gene Keys profile, I know you mentioned earlier um, they can do it for free. Hey. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, so you can go on the website and get your profile for free and that will, sometimes there's a lot of words and numbers and stuff, so sometimes it can look a little confronting or overwhelming, but I recommend starting with your activation sequence. When you get your free profile, you'll see there's like a free audio for you to download. I think that's amazing that um, the Jinkies gives that to you and that will give you an insight into your life's work, Jinkie. If you want um, the Jinkies book, it's amazing. I love it. Again, it can be a little bit of a heavy read, but trust reading it is amazing. Um, and if you want me to like be your guide to really to explain how everything fits in together and works um, in a way that's really kind of like relevant to you, um, then I would love to do like a deep dive or a session with anyone that is interested. Yeah, which is going to lead me to my next point, which is I pulled out my Gene Key profile before and I've been like, what the actual hell? And then yeah. having someone who really understands it to the depth that you do. And as you mentioned, you are only just like scraping the surface. So I can't even imagine what a deep dive would involve. I feel like I would just like literally instantly know myself so much better. Um, mm-hmm. Would definitely recommend Um, having someone who really knows things so in depth to read your gene keys to understand yourself better I know that um, there's quite a few people that listen to my podcast that are kind of confused in their life's work or their their strengths and maybe what their shadow is and I think that this is such a beautiful way to understand yourself better definitely and I feel like the two questions that or two areas that come up the most like when people first approach me is to get a better understanding of like what they're here to do in the world and like what their purpose is and life's work and purpose are two spheres within the activation sequence and um like that is the place I recommend to start so like right from the beginning there's such like depth involved um and there there there's so much from there but don't I would say like let yourself have a starting point I know there's always like more depth to uncover, um, but being overwhelmed by that 
could make you kind of like stagnate yourself to not start. So start from the beginning and and work from there. Yeah. And so where can people find you if they would want to either book in a session or just follow along on your journey? Because um, for the listeners, Rachel shares so much great content around Gene Keys and she actually reads famous people's Gene Keys, which is so interesting over on TikTok. Um, so yeah. where can they find you? So on Instagram, it's at by Rachel White. That is on TikTok. I'm at by Rachel White as well on both of those platforms. I have heaps of stuff on. I've just started making like heaps of TikToks around the jinky. So definitely come follow me there. Instagram has a lot of like written content as well. And on my podcast, um, Depths of Creation, I do like some more like deep dives into like public figures. And I've recently started um, if you like the MCU, you'll probably really love like my podcast and TikTok and stuff. I go through a lot of like character um, jinky storylines as well. So you can find me um, in any of those places. And my website is um, by rachelwhite.com um, where you can see all my services. Also the link in my Instagram bio as well will take you to all the offers that I have and feel free to reach out anytime as well. Um, if you have any questions or if you want to talk about um, getting a profile session or, or deep dive with me. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm going to link all of your um, contacts in the show notes below so the listeners can just go and either book in a session or follow your journey. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me.